You wear your scars like Sunday best, like a six inch heel in a summer dress, like the beauty of the sun setting or a new day dawning, almost like a flower that's blooming. Look at that handful of tomorrow's knocking, possibilities mapped in the ground that you walk in, your radiance is haunting, there is flawlessness in the parts where your body is curving. Through you we see the glamour in breaking, in weeping until you cleanse, in falling until you dance, in giving yourself a second chance, in sending yourself love letters and then writing back, because that is how a godly woman breaks. You wear your scars like Sunday best. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are, another episode of How I Wear My Scars. My name is Zintletulu. Thank you so much um, for tuning in again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the feedback that you always send us about the podcast. Thank you so, so much. It's very encouraging. And of course, you know what we always strive to do is to share stories of hope, stories of healing, and stories that can help other women find beauty in their own scars. And what we want essentially is to create a platform where women can open up knowing that, you know, they're not going to be judged knowing that um, they are sto- their stories rather and experiences and scars are worth being told and shared so that they can be of help to somebody else and so um, we are so so glad to hear that you're enjoying them and we obviously plan to bring more and more of them so also please feel free to subscribe if you're listening in from a platform that allows you to do that and to share the link with as many people as you can on your whatsapp on your facebook on your instagram etc it was you know the more people that listen the more people that get impacted um, the better and it's so cool to hear even guys giving us feedback about this and listening in on some of the stories and talking about how they are learning and growing from them so without any further waste of time let's get into the story that we have louisa is chatting to us today and the title of her story is the signs were there but still i married him what i gathered from this and what i loved about it is to say even if even if you make that mistake even if you follow through and actually stay with somebody when you know it is not what was meant for you and even if it leads you to a point where you lose everything in your life etc but there is always hope to get back up again and god always has something greater in store for you like i feel like it is such a beautiful reminder about how god is a god of justice you know sometimes i think when you go through a failed marriage and a divorce and a failed relationship and you have done everything sort of like right you've done everything to make it work and it didn't um you know because the other party had their own other plans about it you know because sometimes when two people start a journey together you'll find that their hearts are not even in the same place their intentions about each other are not as pure you know one may be pure and the other may just be in it for their own selfish reasons but god at the end of the day is a god of justice and he will restore everything that you lose in the process to enjoy i saw the signs but still i married him louisa's story greetings to the wonderful ladies in the mighty name of jesus I believe that this is indeed the day that the Lord has made and we shall be glad and we shall rejoice in it. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to the Almighty God for affording us an opportunity like this, where as women we can be able to share ideas, where as women we can be able to 
be transparent, to be open and to be honest about our scars and how we wear them on a daily basis. Uh, thank you, Zintle, for such a platform because there are not so many platforms where one can be able to share their experiences, mostly life experiences, because as human beings, we are scarred. As women, we are walking scarred. As women, we are broken. And yet we feel as though when we start speaking, people will start to judge us. Um, my story is a is a bit lengthy, but it took me a bit of time for me to actually respond to your request. Why? Because it, it, I, I had to really do an introspection of myself. I had to really say to myself, really, really, Louisa, have you been honest with yourself? Have you really dealt with issues that you needed to deal with? And most of the answers were, no, I really didn't. And here is my story. Like any other young woman, I had a dream. I had a dream of getting married. I wanted to wear that white gown. And I remember at that time and moment, it was my first time actually working at Brackburn Magistrates Court. Um, a friend of mine invited me to a party and she said, you know what, Louisa, you need to loosen up a bit. You need to mingle with other women. And I met this guy. This guy was quiet, you know, and that is what I loved because I'm quite outspoken. Um, I was more attracted to his quietness. And um, he didn't say much. And I remember um, we talked a bit. And the next day I slept at my friend's house and I was like, Ish. you know, we didn't even get an opportunity to exchange numbers. I looked at my friend's phone and I found his numbers and I remember I texted him. And fast forward, uh, we went out on a date. Um, I didn't really ask for much. I was just interested and I was just amused at his quietness. And I said, mm, this guy is so sweet. Mm -hmm. He is so sweet because he doesn't talk much. Oh my goodness, he's a wonderful person. Uh, at that time, I was working at Brackburn Magistrates Court, like I firstly alluded. And we dated a bit. He came to visit me uh, for a few times. And later, I found a transfer to Johannesburg Magistrates Court. I had to move back the side. And then I needed to make a decision because of my home is based in Soweto, but I didn't want to go back home. I was a bit independent and stuff like that. So we decided to move in together, fat and set. That was the first mistake that I made. And that is the first mistake that we make as women. Fine, after moving in together, everything is okay. Uh, but as we were engaging, I could tell that, you know what, our dreams are just not the same. We are just not compatible. Have you ever seen that you are not compatible with someone, but yet you are saying, ah, let me give him or her an opportunity. And time went by. Uh, I remember we bought a house at Protea, and now life started. Um, I got pregnant. And as I conceived my firstborn child, 
Then we said, I told him that, ah, Bella, my parents are not going to agree to this. Firstly, I didn't even tell them that I moved back to Soweto or I am this side. I, they, they are still thinking that I'm, I'm, I'm at Bragban. Uh, I moved in with you. So therefore, something needs to happen. The worst mistake that I have ever made was to assist my husband to pay my lobola. This is something that as women, sometimes we get so desperate. We feel as though God is not going to respond to us. We feel as though time is passing us by, as though there is a timer. There is actually time in you that at this particular age, you need to be somewhere in life. The worst mistake, ladies, do not assist your partner to pay your own lobola. This is my first time uh, speaking about this. My sisters are going to be amused at it, but I needed to be honest to myself so that I can be able to assist other women out there. We bought a house. Guess who was paying for the bond? I was the one who was paying for the bond. Guess who was buying the groceries? I was the one who was buying the groceries. I am not speaking bad for him, but what I'm saying is that signs are always there. Signs of incompatibility with your lifetime partner are always there. So as, as ladies, you can never come back and say signs were just not there. And you can imagine the rest of my life, how miserable it became. We stayed at our house. I continued paying for the bond. And uh, later on, I said to myself, you know what? I can see that this guy is just not serious. Let me rather build outside rooms so that they can actually generate a certain income for me on a monthly basis. Guess who was my worst enemy? Because we are just not sharing the same views. We are just not in the same space. And as a result, there is nothing much that you are now sharing. As a result, he is living his life. You are living your own life, but you are still staying in the same house. So my, my advice to ladies is that wait, wait, wait for the right person. Wait for the person that you can be able to share your views with. Wait for the person that you can be able to, to share your ideas with. At least be compatible on certain things. Um, Life went by. You can imagine with the children, no relationship whatsoever. So we were strangers living in the same house. This went on and on to a point where he lived his life. I lived my own. We even slept in different rooms. My children never got to know who the love of their father. I never got to experience the love of the husband. And as a result, that changes the kind of person that you are. And it changes the kind of person that he is as well. Later on, I fasted. I, 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 I remember when I visited Grace Bible Church, when a certain pastor did an altar call, one of the things that he said was, you have fasted, you have prayed, you have tithed let it go and it was my first time actually responding to such a call because of all the time i was saying god i know my marriage is going to work god i know and i am not necessarily even saying to any women that you need to leave your marriage if things are just not working out now or maybe if there is miscommunications but what i'm just saying is that be compatible with your partner and it was the first time when i became so honest with myself and this pastor said, 
when you have done it all and when you are saying, I want to let it go, stand up. And I remember when I stood up and I walked the walk and I repented and I said, God, now take charge and take control of my life. What do you want me to do? Do you know when you start saying to God, God, what do you want me to do? God will reveal other things that you didn't know about your partner. I remember when I found out that uh, my ex-husband has a child, uh, you know, many, many other things. And the toughest time was the divorce process where he fought literally for everything, things that he never worked for. Ladies, please, this is an advice. It's either you will take it or not. Learn to love yourself. Learn to appreciate yourself. Learn to take yourself out. Learn to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. Do not want to, to, to receive such from a male person because of that is where we get it also wrong. And, and I remember during the divorce process, Remember, we, we, I, 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 we just did renovations outside rooms that are generating a certain income. And he fought for everything. I got to see another side of him. Remember, I always said he was a kind, a, a, a quiet person. Now I got to see the fighting person in him. The other spirit in him that I never got to see before. He fought for the house. He fought for the cars, he fought for the furniture, he fought for everything. Girls, learn for your husbands to do things for you. They always want to be pissed at the end of the day. And I remember going forth and backwards to court. I changed attorneys three times. The fourth time, I remember when the Holy Spirit just said to me, Gather all the necessary information, go to court, represent yourself, I will, I will be there with you. That is how I won. Ladies, at that time and moment, I, I, I let go of my house, I let go of everything, and then I had to go back home. Going back home, I'm used to my own space, I'm used to my own couch, I'm used to my own you know, time. Now you're going back home to a small room with your children. It was not easy, but I had to do it for myself. So I want to encourage other women who are also afraid of taking bold steps like I did. When you have tried everything that you could and nothing is literally working. And I had to go back home and start afresh. And that is where God rebuilded me. That is where God started me afresh. That is where my foundation was redone. And I remember looking at this small picture. This picture, it was so beautiful. And I remember when God said to me, you know what, my daughter, let go of everything. Do not fight anymore. Where I am taking you, it is too great. Don't even take a teaspoon from where you come from. And I remember not taking anything, going back home, starting afresh. God being God, I received a position a direct, a, a, an assistant director position in the legislative arm of council. 
I started working for my children and I remember when God gave me land so that I can be able to build for my children. You know, sometimes we hold on to things and God wants to bless us with more things. Uh, today I'm living in a mansion. I'm driving a car of my dreams. Uh, God blessed me with a wonderful husband. Um, and I want to also say, I also had to work. But this time around, it was not as major. A man who loves my children, a man who is such a blessing in my life. So I want to say to women who are scared to take bold steps. The Bible tells us that as little as a mustard seed, you need to have faith in God. I want you to try taking a step. You've been wanting to take a bold step. Try taking that step, that one step, and God is going to lead you to your next step and your other steps. So this is how I wear my scars. They have built me up to become a woman that I am today. They have built me up to have a better relationship with God today. They have built me up to be a motivational speaker to many women who are afraid to take bold steps. You know that it is just not working. So today I want to say to you, let it go. Those scars, they are going to become testimonies. I remember when my teacher said to me, the only limitations that are in life are those placed upon oneself. Do not put limits to yourself. Do not think that you are not worthy. You are a very special woman. You are a very beautiful woman. And after that separation or whatever that you need a break from, take a break. Take yourself out. Do not date. Wait. Wait. Pray for your partner. This time around, do things differently. This time around, try God. You have tried things. You have tried it your way. You have tried doing things your way. But this time around, try God and see what he's going to do in your life. My name is Louisa Macera. This is how my story goes. Have a blessed and wonderful time. Amen.